0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast where I read the Bible from cover to cover. And, uh, you guys enjoy it. I, this is my first time, of course, reading said Bible, so it's all reactionary, much like you guys. Um, thank you, Los Angeles, for listening, I suppose. <laughs> Those listening in there have kind of bumped my numbers a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, no emails this week, or at least this today episode. Um, sadly to say, um, but you know, they might respond back. We'll see what happens. Uh, if not, eh, whatever, what are you going to do? Um, let's see, uh, business and shit. Uh, so you can reach out to me at according to stupid at gmail.com as well as on the Twitter sphere at accord to stupid on the Twitter, uh, which I should be a lot more active on that, but I'm sadly not. Um, and, of course, you can find us on our website at www.johnwatersvoiceover.com, I imagine forward slash podcasts, or you just hit the podcast um, button up on there for all this stuff. Um, so that's what's going on. How's everybody doing? Uh, it's cold up here now. It's, uh, it's come down with some, uh, some snow, which means that uh, all that wood that I've been stockpiling has been fucking fantastic. Uh, however, I'm still kind of getting used to dampening the fireplace, wood-burning stove that I'm um, not really, I don't know. I there, there There's a pipe, there's the, the chimney that goes out the back as opposed to out the top that, uh, that, that just doesn't make me feel very comfortable most of the time. And I feel like, um, uh, with that, we get, um, you know, a lot more smoke than we probably should. And all those bricks that are supposed to be in there, which I found out this morning after taking most of them out, uh, you know, save the fireplace from, like, melting, because fire on steel and all that is kind of a bad thing. And it eventually warps and whatever. So it's been, yeah, you know, I'm I'm figuring it out. It's it's the first winter that we haven't really had to, like, buy or steal a bunch of wood from somebody. And this one, we, we bought a bunch of it, um... You know, a whole cord or or half a cord or whatever and got a full cord from my bro Dre because he was hacking down a tree and then a little bit of extra stuff. So we should have enough for this Idaho winter that's starting um, relatively early this year. You know, Uh, the election happened, which uh, some people are real, real pissed off about. Some, some people are really fucking relieved <laughs> that uh, we don't have to deal with four more years of an orange person um that uh our i hope our country can heal and that we don't have a bunch of people with tiki torches you know a year in or whatever you know being called yeah there you know there's good people on both sides no you yeah, know fuck them um I I have a lot of hope in in Biden and Harris. Uh, and so we'll see what happens. Um, right, but you didn't come here to listen to that shit. You came here to listen to much more important things. The other topic you don't talk about in restaurants or to friends you've just met. Religion. And so you can come here and you can chat about it all you fucking want. Um, so we're in Chronicles and I'm trying to rip through it because it's it's starting to sound a little bit like a... Uh, a review, a secondary kind of review of what happened throughout Kings, uh, in the sense of like, here's everybody who fucked each other. And here's all the kids that no one cares about. And here's about the six that we really want to remember. And a lot of them suck, but here we are. Uh, but it seems like, at least with me looking at chapter 13, just on a, on a, on a look, uh, it, it seems a bit more story timey, which is what I pr- hopefully promised that it would eventually become this way with a lot less begatting, because the first bit of Chronicles is just a... just a thing, you know. Um, I might be catching something with all, uh, you know, with the new change in weather. This is probably why I'm all... Uh, and also, there's probably some, a little bit of smoke in the basement, not gonna lie. You know, maybe a little. Not a lot, but just enough for me to, you know, uh, this morning. Um, Which isn't good for me who does the voiceover shit, but what am I going to do? All right, so everybody ready? Turn to your uh, KingJamesBibleOnline.org and uh, we'll get fucking started. All right? Chapter 13, 1 Chronicles. Here we go. And David consulted with the captains of thousands and hundreds and with every leader. And David said unto all the congregation of Israel, if it seem good unto you, and that it be the Lord our God, let us send abroad unto our brethren everywhere that are left in all the land of Israel, and with them also the priests and Levites, which are in the cities and suburbs, that they may gather themselves unto us. All right, you know, bring everybody together. And let us bring again the ark of our God to us, for we are inquired. Uh, for we inquired not at it in the days of Saul. So he's like, bring that shit back. We need to start talking to it. Um, and all the congregation said that they would do so for the thing was right in the eyes of all the people. So David gathered all Israel together from, uh, Shehor of Egypt, even unto the entering of Hamath to bring the ark of God from kurjath All right. So we're bringing it the fuck back. And David went up in all Israel uh, to Bala, Bala, I guess, that is to Kirjibible, which belongeth belonged to Judah, to bring up thence the ark of God, the Lord, that dwelleth between the cherubims, whose name is called on it. Yeah, we're gonna be sure. It's very the one thing the Bible has been very clear on is its legal ease. But you know. And they, uh, carried, so they carried the ark of God in a new cart out of the house of Abinadab. And Uzzah and Ahio drave the cart. I think drove would have been right. but Whatever. Um, and David and all Israel played before God with all their might and with singing and with harps and with psalteries and with timbrels and cymbals and with trumpets. So they were having a fucking party. And when they came into the th- uh, threshing floor of Chedon, Uzzah put forth his hand to hold the Ark, for the oxen stumbled. Probably very, very heavy. Uh, it's also very holy, so, you know. Hmm. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah. Why is it kindled? put forth his hand to hold the Oh, I see. It, okay, so what happened was, uh, I, in my head, I was just like, oh, it's fucking heavy. No, it turns out they were unloading it, and the oxen just moved a little bit. And this one guy was like, oh, shit, and tried to catch it. And I bet it doesn't work out for him, because... Yeah. But they did tell him, don't touch the goddamn Ark of the Covenant, because we have these poles that you can put through these holes and things and move it. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and he smote him because he put his hand on the Ark. And there he died before God, which is fucking bullshit, because... <laughs> I mean, look, man, you're trying to save it, and apparently God is just like, Aah! Who touched that shit? And then, <laughs> and then kabamo, Dick kills him. Straight up kills him. Uh, and David was displeased because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzzah. Wherefore, that place is called para to this day. Oh, so good. So David was pissed, being like, hey, fucker, quit. Uh, and David was afraid of God that day. Fair enough. Um, saying, how shall I bring the ark of God home to me? It keeps on fucking swaying and shit, and you got people accidentally touching it, and I want to be around it. What if I'm like, hello? Hello, Mr. (laughs) Ark. You come here often. Oh my god, you're so big and heavy. I just don't know what to do with myself. It's so late at night. Ah, I don't know if I'm just tired or woozy just being in your presence. Let's fuck. Um... Anyway, so David brought not the Ark home to himself, to the city of David, but carried it aside into the house of uh, Obedidom, uh, the Gittite. Here, you hold it. <laughs> and the Ark of God remained with the family of Obedidom in his house three months, and the Lord blessed the house of Obedidom and all that he had. What the fuck story is this? Being like, um... Hey, man, uh, well, I'm in between houses at the moment. Do you mind holding on to something for me? Uh, sure, I guess there's some room in the garage. Yeah, it's real important. It's the Ark of the Covenant, it's, uh, it's, so it's not a sofa? No, 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 no. It's it's the Ark of the Covenant. I need you to hold on to it for a couple of, just a couple of, you know, days or so until we can get some shit sorted out. Three months later, uh, that shit happens. That's really funny to me. Huh. Ah, shit, looking at 14, we have more names and shit. All right, here we go. Uh, So 14, everybody. Now Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David and timber of cedars with masons and carpenters to build him a house. Uh, And David perceived that the Lord had confirmed him king over Israel, for his kingdom was lifted up on high because of his people of Israel. And David took more wives at Jerusalem. Good man. And David begat more sons and daughters, like you do. Now, these are the names of his children which he had in Jerusalem. Shemua and Shabab, Nathan and Solomon. We're gonna pay attention to him. And Ibhar and Elusha and Ephlefl El uh and Noga and Nefeg and Japhita. Um sorry, I got distracted. I I was moving wood today and I kind of gave myself a little bit of a boo-boo. Uh and Elishama and Biliata and Eliaphet. And when the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over all of Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek David and be like, Hey, fucko! Um, And David heard of it and went out against them because the Philistines are so far the bad guys in this, right up there next to God. And the Philistines came and spread themselves in the Valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines, and wilt thou deliver them into mine hand? And the Lord said to him, Go up, and I will deliver them. Okay, good. Well, you know, got to check in with the big man. Don't want to jump the gun on this one, you know. So they went up to Baal-perazim, and David smote them there. Then David said, God hath broken in upon mine enemies by mine hand, like the breaking forth of waters. Therefore they called the name of that place Baal-perazim. And when they left their gods there, David gave a commandment, and they were burned with fire. Holy shit! And the Philistines yet again spread themselves abroad in the valley. Therefore David inquired again of God, and God said unto him, Go not up after them, turn away from them, and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. <laughs> This is it just funny to me to be like, no, in like most war movies are like, Go, take the field! We will take this hill, and up there we shall face them upon higher ground. This seems a little weird for me, for, um, you know, uh, gods like, Nope, nope, turn, go back, and you're gonna come up on them over there by those mulberry trees over there, you see that? Uh, it doesn't nearly sound as cool, does it? And it shall be that thou shalt hear the sound of going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt go out to battle. For God uh, is gone forth before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. So the wind will come, and it will fuck up your enemies, David. All right, cool. David therefore did as God commanded, and they smote the host of the Philistines from Gibeon even to Gezer. Uh, and the fame of David went out into all lands, and the Lord brought the fear of him upon all nations. Holy shit. Um, yeah, let's do one more. Fuck it. Um, so we're we're learning about David here, and it, uh, fucking another list. Well, at least we can get a list out of this one, and you know, move ourselves a little bit further because there's only about thirty chapters in this one. Yeah, twenty nine. So after this, we're gonna be halfway through Chronicles one. We're moving right along. It really does help that you know I did like, you know, twelve chapters in one, which I should probably start doing that in the shorter ones. Just start knocking those fuckers out. But those are some long ass chapters, dude. Um, and I have a lot to talk about sometimes. Anyway, so, Chronicles 15, And David made him houses in the city of David, (laughs) David in the house of David, and prepared the place for the ark of God, and pitched for it a tent. And then David said, None ought to carry the ark but the Levites. For them hath the Lord chosen to carry the ark of God, and to minister unto him forever. Um, poor Uzzah. And David gathered all Israel together to Jerusalem and bring up the ark of the Lord unto his place, which he had prepared for it. And David assembled the children of Aaron and the Levites and the sons of Kohath, Uriel the chief and his brethren, an hundred and twenty, and of the sons of Merari, Asiah the chief and his brethren, two hundred and twenty, the sons of Gershom, Joel the chief and his brethren, an hundred and thirty, and the sons of Eleazar, Shammah the chief and his brethren, two hundred, and the sons of Hebron, Eliel the chief, and his brethren fourscore, of the sons of Uziel, uh, Amminadab the chief, and his brethren a hundred and twelve. And David called for Zadok and Abiathar, the priests, and for the Levites, for Uriel, for Asiah and Joel, Shemaiah, and Eliel, and Amenadab and said unto them, You are the chief of the fathers of the Levites. Sanctify yourselves, both ye and your brethren, that ye may bring up the ark of the Lord God of Israel unto the place that I have prepared for it. For because ye did it, not at the first, the Lord our God made a breach upon us, for that we sought him not after the due order. I don't know why I'm being so epic about it. So the priests and the Levites sanctified themselves and uh, to bring up the ark of the Lord of God, God of Israel. Well, you gotta, you know, can't be smelly when you're carrying, you know, heavy um, pieces of stone, I suppose. And the children of the Levites bear the ark of God upon their shoulders with the staves thereon. Staves or staves. As Moses commanded according to the word of the Lord. Carry it with those fuckers. And David spake to the chief of the Levites to appoint their brethren to be the singers with instruments of music, psalteries and harps and cymbals sounding by lifting up the voice with joy. We're a lot happier, it seems, this version. People go on like, holy fuck, we've got the, yeah, motherfucker! Uh, So the Levites appointed Haman, the son of Joel, and his brethren, Asaph, the son of Beramachah, and the sons of Merari, their brethren, Ethan the son of Cushishiah, And with them their brethren of the second degree Zechariah, Ben, and Jezeel, and Shemariath, and Jehiel, and Uni, and Abelab, and Benaiah, and Messiah. 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 Matthiah. And Eliph. Elef- Eliph Elef- Elef- Pelle. I don't know. Eliphelel. Elef- and Mekniah, uh, and Obededum, and Jael, the porter. I'd hope Bebededum is in there. I'm saying that right, Obededum. I hope Obededum is there, because he was housing the damn thing. Might as well see it being like, let's see it go to the new house, I guess. So the singers, Hema, Asaph, and Ethan, were the point of the sound with cymbals of brass, and Zechariah, and Azale, and Shimaroth and Jeel, and Uni, and Eliabi and Esmeth, and Benaya were with psalteries from Al- Alamoth. Uh, and Matthiah and Eveleth and, and, and Abedidim and Jael and Ezra with harps, with the Sheminith to excel. Oh, so it was real pretty. And Chananiah, chief of the Levites, was for song. He instructed about song because he was skillful. Being like, sing like this, you deaf bitches. um, And go from there. Uh, and Bechariah and Elkanah were doorkeepers for the ark. Being like, we'll just open the doors, so we don't give a shit about singing. They're probably the ones that were tone-deaf. And and Shnabayana and Jehoshaphat and Atheniel and Masai and Zikabakara and Benaniah and Azalehazir, the priests, did blow, oh boy, with the trumpets, oh, before the Ark of God. And Obadendam and Jehiah were doorkeepers for the Ark. Wait a second! You just said a verse ago that Bechariah and El and were doorkeepers of the Ark. We're switching it up? They couldn't even do their fucking jobs? Ugh. So David and the elders of Israel and the captains over thousands went to bring up the ark and the covenant for the Lord out of the house of Obedidim with joy. Maybe they closed the door behind them. Maybe some were to open it and others were to close it, you know. I'm going to go with that. Not to, you know, take away the potential of being like, hey, these fuckers, they fucked up. Let's remember them forever. Or be like, these guys were in the front. And these guys, heart players were in the back or whatever. And it came to pass, when God helped the Levites that bear the ark of the covenant to the Lord, that they offered seven bullocks and seven rams. And David was clothed with a robe of fine linen, and all the Levites that bear the ark, and the singers and the chenonaniah, the master of the song with the singers, just like that. David also had upon him an afod of linen, Thus all Israel brought up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord with shouting and with sound of the coronet and with trumpets and with cymbals making a noise with psalteries and harps. And it came to pass as the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came to the city of David that Michal, the daughter of Saul, looking out at a window, saw King David dancing and playing and she despised him in her heart. Well, fuck her and fuck her bad times. Yeah, that's what I say. Anyway, that was the uh, podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, that was a good, fun time. It was, it was more story time this time. Uh, a couple of lists, but it wasn't bad. It was, sto- it was story time with lists, this one, uh, with some funny little notations and stuff. Not an hour long like the other ones were, but, you know, we'll do our best. Um, of course, you can reach out to me at www.johnwatersvoiceover.com. And of course, the according to stupid at gmail.com and according to stupid uh, on, on the Twitter sphere. Um, that's where you can find me there and stuff. Send requests, emails, all that fun junk. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. And you've been gospeled to by the stupid. <laughs>